this edition of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the PBWF, the fantasy booking show presented to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, the show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Follow me at Chris Belcher 24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show is at PBW Podcast. Make sure you follow along with us. Make sure you interact with us. And make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you find your podcast. Give us a five-star review. We would appreciate it very much. I am joined, as always, by the young buck, Mr. Andy York. Andy, it is week seven of the PBWF. How in the world are we this far? We're only two weeks away from the next pay-per-view. Two weeks like away from the next pay-per-view. That's, that's insane. That's wild. That's so wild. <laughs> it's, it is flying by. It is. But guiding our ship, our captain, our man at the gorilla position, is Mr. Brad Beal <laughs> with us uh, this week. What is going on, man? How much, dude? Just excited. Just very excited. I'm with you. I don't know how. We're seven weeks in already. <laughs> right? That, that's seven weeks and a pay-per-view. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. yeah that's that's true. crazy. So technically, eight we're months. like eight, we're like two months in. We really are, <laughs> and it's a, and it's gonna get better. It is. Yeah, like Andy and I were talking before, and it's like I'm afraid we've hit our peak already. Yeah, after we after the first pay per view, it's like, well, where where can we go now? You well, know? that's the beauty of this is you can go literally freaking anywhere, <laughs> yeah. anywhere. You be like, I'm having we're having a pay per view in uh, the ruins in Greece. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Don't want to steal that. That's trademark. <laughs> okay, that. trademark's that mine. That's, well. There may be there may be a mayhem match at some point that does not take place in the ring. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, okay. Got the, if you got the fiend, you got to use it some. Yeah, Flying oh, okay. to Greece though, I, that's, I get one pay per view a year. I get to put on. And, it's uh, in Greece. It's going to be in the ruins <laughs> in Greece. That's uh, where. Well, that could be where the final pay per view of the PPWF. <laughs> there we go. Is in the ruins of Greece. Yeah, but I have to book it all. No, I'm just kidding. I'd, I'd be. I'd, I'd be, be down like, for that. Sting I, wins everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do. Well, maybe. I brought Ultimate Warrior back. <laughs> well, that one, okay. Here was the line, the and you just kind of jumped over it. <laughs> Not funny anymore. <laughs> anyway. Funny. All right. <laughs> yes, you were. We're all laughing. Serious. We're being funny. Um, all right. We are week seven, as we said. Our first trade went down last week. Finn Balor officially a member of the Mayhem roster and his counterpart in the trade. It is one person for one person. Will be revealed at a later date. No, is it? Th- it's not this week. You will have to listen oh and find my out. Gosh. Okay, all right. You have to listen and find out, ladies and germs. Uh, but that being said, let's review what happened last week because Finn Balor did make an appearance on Revolution last week. He was defeated in an Intercontinental Championship match by AJ Styles, and then they kicked him out of the club. And at that point, Steve Austin announced it will be the club. They will need to find a fourth member. Versus the Undisputed Era in War Games at the Battle Lines pay-per-view. We also found out that Jeff Jarrett, speaking of the Battle Lines pay-per-view, <laughs> is going to be challenging Roman Reigns for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Never in my wildest dream. I Jeff love it. Jarrett. So, I love, I love that you guys are so shocked by that. It's great. Um, we also saw Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa in a friendly one-on-one match. There was a, a hug exchange at the end. No turn. Johnny Gargano winning the match and earning an Intercontinental Championship match that will take place on tonight's episode of Revolution. And we also found out, um, going back to my notes, oh, Matt Cardona defeated Edge in a steel cage match. Where does that put him in the world title picture? Did that earn him a shot? What's going on? You'll have to listen to Revolution to find out. Throw it over to Mayhem, week six recap. Andy, what we got? So we had the number one contender uh, match for the PBWF Mayhem Championship, and it was Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and debuting Finn Balor, uh, with Brian Danielson walking away with the win after some uh, conflict between Finn Balor and Kenny Omega. So Brian Danielson will be facing Seth Rollins at Addicted to Chaos. We found out the stipulation for John Moxley and Adam Page is it will be a Texas death match, but... Yes. There will be more added to that this week, so be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what else happened. Uh, we also had um, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch becoming the number one contender after Sasha Banks got involved and cost Bailey in the gauntlet match. Yes. Uh, we had a fun segment between Malachi Black and, and The Fiend Bray Wyatt. 
Um, and yeah, we had a chaos. Uh, we had the KO show, which set up the main event for tonight's episode of Revo- uh, Revolution. That's your show, Mayhem. Yes. Um, as MGF defends the Pure Wrestling Championship against Kevin Owens in the main event tonight. Good stuff. It's good stuff. All right. Speaking of mayhem, we don't have to wait much longer for that main event. Thirty minutes on the clock. Andy is going to go first this week, and we will fire when ready. Oh, had a little bit of work there. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> So like Elvis, I was like Elvis. Are we? <laughs> the crack in the system. They paint me a villain. I'm back with a vengeance, like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason. I am the source. I got a legion. The battle is mine. Do one to believe in. Hello everyone and welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole joined by Pat McAfee and Wade Barrett and tonight in the main event Kevin Owens challenges MJF for the Pure Wrestling Championship. Brock Lesnar makes his PBWF Mayhem debut but let's get the show started off with the Elite. Nope that's Wayne Regal. Here comes Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Adam Page down to the ring. Kenny Omega does not look too happy after the uh, last week after the shenanigans with Finn Balor and everything involved. He grabs the mic and he says, last week was my moment. Three weeks ago was my moment, but, but people continue to get in the way. I should be the number one contender for the Mayhem World Championship, but once again, someone else puts their nose in the elite's business. And of all people a quote-unquote friend. Finn, I was genuinely happy to see you show up last week, but then you had to cost me the shot that I deserve. So now you have to pay for your mistakes. And now... Finn Balor walks out with a microphone in hand. He says, Kenny, Kenny, I'm glad to see nothing has changed with you. You really think everything revolves around you and that you deserve everything. Kenny, I'm going to I'm going to talk I'm going to talk frank with you. This isn't Finn Balor from WWE. Heck, this isn't Finn Balor from Revolution. This is Prince Devitt from New Japan. Kenny, you are nothing without me. If I didn't start Bullet Club, there would be no Kenny Omega. Bucks, you would be nothing without me. And Paige you're always going to be nothing. <laughs> I, I walked with Bullet Club so you could run. And now, now I'm going to give you the beating that you deserve. Finn Balor drops the mic and starts to make his way towards the ring. Here comes William Regal, who has had a very, very tough couple of weeks, so much so that he made his music come back out to restore some order in this place. He grabs the microphone. He says, wait just a minute, gentlemen. Finn, I understand you want your revenge on Kenny, and I agree you should get your shot at Kenny, but that's not, but that's going to come in two weeks at Addicted to Chaos. However, you are going to get your revenge on some of the elite tonight, because tonight you're going one-on-one with Adam Page, and that match is right now. We cut to commercial break we come back from commercial break uh, and the match has already started uh, during the commercial break Finn is in complete control laying in multiple shots on Paige in the corner Paige is seated when Finn finally bounces off the ropes and hits a jumping drop kick onto him Finn quickly climbs to the top rope goes for the coup de gras but uh, Paige catches him in midair and drills him with a belly to back suplex Paige is on the outside on the apron goes for the buckshot but he gets countered into the sling blade. Finn goes for the 1960, but Paige gets out of it. Goes for the dead eye. Finn's esca- Finn escapes, rolls him up. One, two, kick out at the last second. 
Finn tries to go back on the attack, but Paige lays him out with a clothesline. Finn rolls to the outside, but Paige quickly jumps to the apron, to the top rope, and nails Finn with a huge moonsault as we cut to commercial break. Segment three, Paige is in complete control now. Uh, he goes for the buckshot lariat, but Finn once again counters it with a huge drop kick. Paige bounces off the ropes, gets drilled with a sling blade. Paige is in the drop zone, Michael Cole says. <laughs> Finn climbs to the top and nails Paige with the coup de gras. One, two, Paige kicks out. Finn looks shocked, but then grabs Paige, goes for the 1916. Paige escapes, kicks Balor in the gut, and nails him with the pile driver. Paige is back on the apron. He is setting up for the buckshot lariat. Page looks down the ramp, and he sees John Moxley jumping out of the crowd onto the ramp. Page points up Moxley and tries to hit the buckshot, but Balor kicks him in the gut, plants him with the 1916. One, two, three. Finn Balor picks up the win, and as Finn Balor rolls out of the wing, looks at John Moxley and gestures like, have fun. Moxley runs down the ramp, slides in the ring, and just begins to lay in the shots on Page. Both men are brawling all over the ring. Regal finally comes out to the ramp, sending refs, sending security down to the ring. They finally get the men pulled apart. Regal grabs the mic once again. He says, that's it. I've had enough of this. Both of you men want this match. Everyone in this building wants this match. But I will not have these vicious attacks continue. So, until addicted to chaos, you two aren't allowed to get physical in any way. Otherwise, this match is off, and both of you are fired. However... A match this big needs to have big stipulations. I know it's already a death match, but let's add to it. The winner is the number one contender for the PBWF Mayhem World Champion. Oh, and one more thing. A match like this needs to have someone officiated that is prepared for it. So with that being said, there will be a special <laughs> guest referee, and that man is Mick Foley. <laughs> The crowd goes crazy. Moxley is smiling. Paige is furious. The former Mayhem General Manager will be the guest referee as we cut to commercial break. That's incredible. That is incredible. Oh, that's great. We are coming back from commercial break. And here comes the number one contender for the PBWF Mayhem World Championship. Brian Danielson is making his way to the ring looking very happy to get this chance to get this opportunity he gets in the ring and he says well 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 what did i tell everyone i know that this was i knew that this was going to happen sooner or later brian danielson being number one contender contender just feels right doesn't it i'm the best wrestler on this brand on the other brand or in any brand in any promotion and that is undeniable Seth Rollins comes out, microphone in hand, do doing the laugh that he loves to do. Seriously, Brian, I literally just went through this with Kenny. And now you, you can't touch me. Brian Danielson says, Seth, you really are delusional, aren't you? You realize the only reason why you're a champion right now is because I wasn't in the tournament. You realize that, right? You are only champion because I let you. You are only champion because who of who is with you. Seth Rollins says, who do you think you are? You are lucky to even be wrestling anymore, Brian. In fact, during the time that you were gone, I took your spot. I took your place. I was the most consistent in the ring, on the mic. I was the person that picked up what you had left and ran with it more than you ever did. And yeah, it helps to have someone like Hunter in your corner, but I did it with him, and I can do it without him. Hunter is the king of kings, but me? I am the king of wrestling, and no one can deny it. But you see, Danielson, it helps to have friends. And from behind, FTR slides into the ring and begins to beat down on Brian Danielson. Seth is slowly walking down to the ring. Danielson tries to fight back but gets, uh, but hits by hitting a running knee on both Dax and Cash. Seth starts to get in the ring, but Danielson nails him with a drop kick, sending him back out. Triple H gets in between Seth and the ring, forces him back up the ramp, says, this is not the time, this is not the time. Danielson looks strong, but he knows that he is really undermanned when it comes to this match. We cut backstage, and we see Renee Young standing with Kevin Owens. She says, Kevin, how are you feeling going into your match with MJF for the Pure, Champion, Pure Wrestling Championship tonight? Uh, Kevin Owens says, how do I feel, Renee? I feel like a champion. I respect MJF. I really do, but the truth is, MJF is only a wish version of myself. And tonight, I will prove that he won't, even, uh, he won't ever be better than Kevin Owens. It's a new day. Yes, it is. 
Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods make their way out to the ring. It's been a while since we have seen the New Day. There you go. It's been a while since we've seen the New Day on Mayhem, but they look to right that wrong as they are trying to become the number one contender as we cut to commercial break. Come back from commercial break. What segment is this? Uh, five. Is it Eddie Munson? <laughs> Comes the young Bucks flanked with Kenny Omega by their side. Here they are making their way to the ring to win, to become, to become the number one contenders again for the tag team championships. The bell rings. Kofi and Nick are the legal men. Back and forth action, but Nick gets the advantage by hitting Kofi with a drop kick, sending Kofi out of the ring. Nick grabs uh, Nick grabs Xavier Woods and gives him a forearm straight to the face, knocking him off the apron. Kofi and Woods are slowly selling up as Nick tags in Matt. Nick bounces off the ropes and hits a huge suicide dive, taking out Kofi and Woods. Nick grabs both men, setting them up for another suicide dive. Matt bounces off the ropes, but then he approaches the ropes. He just stops, climbs through the ropes, and jumps off the apron and hits a double axe handle on both of them. Matt grabs Kofi, slides him back into the ring, but, he, uh, but as he gets in the ring, Kofi nails him with a roundhouse kick to the head. Kofi tags in Woods. They go for the up, up, down, down, but Matt gets out of it and super kicks Kofi and then catches Woods and hits him with the belly-to-back suplex as we cut to commercial break. Segment six, Nick Jackson and Xavier Woods are the legal men again. Both members of the Bucks are in the ring. They're going for the bill driver, but Kofi slides in and saves Woods. Matt runs towards Kofi, but Kofi hits him with the trouble in paradise. Kofi turns around into a huge super kick from Nick from behind. Woods rolls up Nick. One, two, kick out. Woods turns around and eats a huge super kick. He bounces off the ropes and gets nailed with a Canadian destroyer. One, two, three. The Young Bucks win and are the number one contenders for the PBWF Mayhem Tag Team Championships again and addicted to chaos. But they tell him to cut the music. They walk in. They get back in the ring. Kenny Omega makes his way into the ring to celebrate with the Bucks. Woods, uh, Kofi is crawling over to Xavier Woods uh, to kind of check on him. But Omega is standing right there. Kenny lifts up Kofi just as the Bucks nail uh, Kofi with a, with a stereo super kick. Woods is back up, tries to take on the Elite, but they continue to beat him down. Kenny tries to go um, for the one-winged angel. But here comes Finn Balor. Finn Balor is running out to make the save. He is not going to let this happen tonight. Finn comes running out to the ring, takes out Kenny. Finn takes out, uh, takes out Kenny. Finn, Kofi, and Woods are brawling all in the ring. But, uh-oh, here comes Adam Hangman Page, comes running down to the ring and begins to help the Elite get the advantage. The Elite are beating down on Balor, Kofi, and Woods. Omega picks up Balor while the Bucks have Woods ready for the Bill Driver, and Paige is setting up for the Buckshot Lariat. We all want to go big. Yeah! And here comes returning, making his mayhem debut. Biggie is running down to the ring. Paige drops down and runs towards E, but he eats a huge belly-to-back suplex. Biggie slides into the ring. Double clothesline the Bucks as Kenny slides out of the ring. Biggie helps Kofi, Woods, and Balor up as we cut to commercial break. I was wondering when he was going to show up. Welcome back, Biggie. Welcome back. Biggie. <laughs> Seg 7, we come back. Renee Young is backstage with MJF, and she says, MJF, what is your strategy going into your match tonight with Kevin Owens? He says, strategy? <laughs> I don't need a strategy. Look, I've got nothing but respect for Kevin, but let's just state the facts. I am in peak physical condition while Kevin's condition is round, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So hey, there is nothing to offensive. worry about. <laughs> we cut back to the <laughs> ring. incredible. Oh, baby. On the Titan Tron, we see Bray Wyatt, and he says, Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Firefly Funhouse. Now, this is a very special episode because he has sent me a very special message for Brother Malachi. He wants you to know that this isn't personal, but he needed a sacrificial lamb to slaughter, and he handpicked you. 
You should feel so lucky, so special. He loves you, Malachi. He wants you to join him. Together, we could be unstoppable. Brother Brody and Brother Buddy already understand this, but soon you will also understand. Just remember, Brother Malachi, he will light the way, and all you have to do is let me in. Goodbye! <laughs> and we cut to Pat McAfee, who just throws his pencil in the air, <laughs> so confused as to what's going on. And here comes Sami Zayn making his way to the ring. And his opponent, we will find out when we come back from commercial break. Seg 8. Uh, Sami Zayn is already in the ring, and we hear. Oh, snap. Brock Lesnar flanked <laughs> by Eric Bischoff makes their way yes. to the ring. Brock is fired up, ready to go. He is ready to make a statement to show to CM Punk that he means absolutely nothing. Punk, or MJ, or whoever this is. Brock Lesnar, there we go. <laughs> Gets into the ring. The bell rings. Brock Lesnar looks up the ramp. He looks very confused. He looks up the ramp, but out of nowhere, Huluva kick in the corner. Brock, he completely is distracted. He is down. Sammy covers him. One. Two, Brock Lesnar kicks out at the last second, and oh. Eric Bischoff is losing it at the at the at ringside. Oh, Sammy continues the attack on Brock, but isn't long until Brock takes Sammy to Suplex City. Five, 10, 15, 20 German suplex to Sammy Zayn. Sammy can't even pull himself up, but Brock picks him up with ease, plants him with the F5. One, two, three. Brock Lesnar wins, is able to fend off the, the early scare by CM Punk. And Bischoff is in the ring. He raises his hand, but from behind, Punk cracks a steel chair over Brock's back. Punk is beating Brock with the steel chair. Brock rolls the outside of the ring as Punk throws the broken chair at Lesnar as we cut to commercial break. Wow. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was great. I didn't realize until right now how much we actually like re react. <laughs> yep. So I'm sorry you can't see it. <laughs> Oh, wow. I thought for a second about squashing Brock Lesnar to Sami Zayn. There's no coming back from that, yeah. though. There's no coming back from that. I would have probably come out of this chair if that would have happened. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> jumped out the window. <laughs> there is no coming back from that. Oh, shoot. All right, we come back from commercial break. Renee Young catches up with CM Punk, but before she can even ask him a question, Punk grabs the mic. Brock, we've done this before, and the last time you got the better of me. That isn't going to happen this time. I'm going to end you. I'm going to make you pay for everything you've done to me. I've already talked to Regal, and it's official. Not only am I going to face you at Addicted to Chaos, but our match is now a no-holds-barred match. Oh, and as for Bischoff, well, I'm not too worried about him getting involved because oh. if, he thinks of, if he thinks about getting involved, I won't have a problem putting him to sleep. <laughs> Sorry, just broke the chair. Brad went to sleep. <laughs> we cut back to the ring. We get the full effect this time. She has the ready, fog. Ready, ready, One, two. There it is. Becky Lynch is making her way out to the ring. Who needs sound effects when we got you guys? Uh, Becky Lynch makes her way out to the ring, microphone in hand. She says, Asuka, Asuka, you know you got lucky at Conquest of Champions. You caught me when I was tired and exhausted, but that won't be the case in two weeks. I'm fully prepared for you. I'm ready to do whatever it takes to win and to take the Women's World Championship from you, and there is nothing you can do to stop me. Here comes Asuka out. She comes out with the microphone in hand. Can't wait for this promo. She says, Becky, 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 you talk too much. No excuses. No crying. In two weeks, I will beat you again, and I will beat you by making you tap out. Becky Lynch says, Asuka, if you're so confident, then let's up the stakes a little. Let's have a one-on-one -on -one match instead. And let's not have a one-on-one -on -one match, but instead, why don't we have a submission match? Asuka says, I accept, but be careful what you wish for. Asuka turns around and begins to leave. Uh, but Becky says, Asuka, 
you know better than anyone. When I'm on the top of my game, there is no one better than me. So you better be ready because you aren't ready for Becky. Strong words from Becky Lynch and Asuka as we are having a submission match for the PBWF Women's World Championship at Addicted to Chaos. And on commentary, they start running down next week's show. Next week is the last show before Addicted to Chaos, and we have a loaded show. We have just received word that Mick Foley will be here to talk to both John Moxley and Adam Page. Brock Lesnar will respond to CM Punk's challenge, and Drew McIntyre is back looking for revenge for what Wardlow did to him. And the main event of next week, Seth Rollins teams up with Kenny Omega to take on Brian Danielson and Finn Balor. Wow. But now it's time for our main event. Here comes Kevin Owens looking to win the Pure Wrestling Championship from MJF. And he will have the opportunity when we come back from commercial break. Ooh, really glad we opted to not get canceled uh, <laughs> with an impression of Oscar. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was about to do that. I just like the way she says Becky. So Becky, I was like, Becky, Becky, Becky. Becky, 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 Becky and then Becky, I was Becky, like, Becky. normal promo. <laughs> Love it. All right, segment 10. We come uh, back from commercial break. MJF comes out to the ring. No microphone in hand this time. He says he has too much respect for Kevin Owens. There's no reason to talk trash about Kevin Owens, even though okay. we heard his comments backstage. <laughs> when he's standing face-to-face -face with somebody, he's not going to do what he normally says he's going to do. He gets in the ring. The bell rings, and this championship match is underway. Kevin Owens is in control for a majority of this match. Where later on in the match, Kevin Owens goes for a package pile driver, but MJF is able to get out of it and nail him with the DDT. MJF tries to lock in the salt of the earth, but KO is able to reverse it and lock in a crossface on MJF. MJF is able to get to the bottom rope to break the hold, but as he pulls himself up and turns around into a package pile driver, one, two, kick out. MJF rolls to the outside of the ring. KO goes to hit a huge suicide dive, but MJF is able to get out of the way. KO crashing to the floor as we cut to commercial break. The final segment of this week's mayhem, MJF is in full control, but Kevin Owens is able to get the upper hand by nailing him with a huge super kick. MJF rolls to the, to the apron, but KO is quickly out on the apron with him. The two men exchange forearms, but Kevin Owens is able to kick him in the gut and nail him with a package pile driver from the apron to the floor. KO looks like he is going to roll MJF back into the ring, but instead he sets MJF <laughs> up for a powerbomb onto the apron. MJF is able to rake the eyes of Kevin Owens without the ref seeing. While Kevin Owens is rubbing his eyes, MJF clotheslines him from behind. MJF breaks the count and then rolls KO onto the announce table. MJF then plants Kevin Owens through the announce table with a huge pile driver. Uh, MJF rolls back into the ring and tells the ref to count. The ref is up to the count of five. But behind the official's back, a man in a hooded and a hoodie jumps the barricade, slides into the ring, Last man. Lows blow, low blows uh -oh. MJF, followed by hitting a stunner out of nowhere. The man rolls out of the ring, and Kevin Owens is able to finally get back in the ring at the count of nine. The ref looks confused, but KO is able to pull himself up, pull up MJF, hit him with another stunner. One, two, three. Kevin Owens is the new pure wrestling champion. What is going on? Who is this hooded figure? The man in the hoodie crawls from underneath the ring, slides into the ring behind Kevin Owens' back. Kevin Owens turns around and is shocked to see them, but they slowly remove the hood, and it's, it's Seth Rollins. What is going on? Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins laugh and embrace. Both men look back up the ramp, and they see Triple H standing on the stage, smiling and clapping. What, what does all of this mean? Hopefully we'll find out more. Thank you for watching Mayhem. We will see you next week. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Your show lives up to its name, my dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mayhem oh everywhere. Oh, my gosh. What a week. Oh, my gosh. Uh, love that Big E's back. Yeah. I was waiting on that. Yep. So glad that Big E's Plus back. Plus setting up maybe a future Elite versus New Day. Yes. Program. I yeah, like I it. Love I it. like it. Okay. Um, Man. <laughs> wow, I've, I I know I'm like trying to remember. Well, no, not only that, <laughs> but like I really I hope I hope this I hope this Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins thing leads to what I what I. 
think it's going to lead to. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But, like, I have thoughts. And I'm like, oh, oh I want to see this. I just feel like everything, and I'm I'm serious when I say I'm trying to remember because at every at every like every match every turn it's like oh wow oh wow and I'm still enamored by the fiend in Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse right now you're doing a really really good yep. job with it's those fantastic. that, that direction you. is just like yeah I, as as a big Bray Wyatt fan I am doing all the things I wish he would have done right on TV so right I'm, yeah hold on he said he will light the way uh-huh. so what does that mean you uh-huh. know what I'm saying uh-huh. let, let him in and he'll show you uh-huh. I, I've already let him in. <laughs> also <laughs> also I am very excited for Mick Foley oh uh, yeah that that was that's killer perfect yeah. that was I, so once I decided to do good. the Texas Death Match I was like I have to get Foley involved yes. yeah. somehow that's amazing that'll be great that'll be awesome all right so still though. Oh, no, never mind. We haven't done your show yet. That's right. We haven't done my show yet. That's right. I'm still <laughs> waiting on the trade. <laughs> as, as as is everyone else that's listening. I know. Uh, yes. <laughs> you were not, but now you are. Now you are. All right. Now we do a little technical switcheroo. That's what it's technically called. Switcheroo. This episode brought to you by... Uh, dongles. <laughs> Apple Accessories. Officially called they're a so, dongle. They're so small, you'll lose them and have to buy another yeah. one. <laughs> Sponsored by the Miz. Yeah, dude. My my biggest uh, thing, my or my least favorite thing Apple's ever done is when you go to like edit your home screen. Yes. They call that jiggly mode. That's what is that? <laughs> also, there's got to be a better way to refine that. Anyway, different jiggly podcast. Uh, speaking of MJF's uh, promo about Kevin Owens, uh, yeah, his, it's his, great. Yeah, his his. Shape is round or whatever you say. I was like, hey, 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 hey. MJF is in peak physical condition. Yeah. Kevin Owens' physical condition is round. Round. <laughs> yeah. Same, bro. Same. All right. Here we go. Much more. Here we go. 30 minutes on the clock to the revolution side. I got a video. Don't worry. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Revolution. I'm Tom Fan- Tom Hannafin. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> Come again? Um, here ringside with the Hall of Famer, John Bradshaw Layfield. And John, what a loaded show we have tonight. JBL says that's right, Tom, a pay-per-view worthy main event for the Intercontinental Championship. AJ Styles against Johnny Gargano. And after what happened last week, a grudge match between Jeff Jarrett and Jay Uso, along with so much more. But we kick it off tonight with our colleague in the ring, Corey Graves. Thank you, gentlemen. We kick off this week's show with a contract signing for the Revolution Women's Championship. And to moderate these proceedings, please welcome our general manager, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin makes his way out. He introduces the participants, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and the women's champion, Shayna Baszler. Britt grabs the uh, pen. She's about to sign the contract. She doesn't want to talk. She, she's ready to fight. Shayna interrupts her and says, Britt, hang on. I know you're a dentist, but I hope you can fix more than just teeth. <laughs> because after this match... Your body will be so battered, bruised, and broken that not even a Panama City playboy will touch you, baby. (laughs) As Britt is about to come around the table on Shayna. Uh Uh-oh. What is Charlotte doing? Charlotte has a microphone, and she says, Now hang on just a second. Hey, Steve, I noticed that, that Britain, Britt did not sign that contract. This means the match hasn't been made official. 
And since Britt didn't beat me to earn her shot, Austin says, whoa, whoa, whoa. She didn't need to because you lost at the pay-per-view. Britt grabs the mic from Steve Austin and says, Steve, if beating Charlotte is what I have to do to get my hands on Beetlejuice over there, then I have no problem doing it. Tempers are flaring. This is a wild start to revolution. Austin is signaling for a ref to come down. We're going to have a match right after this commercial break. We are back. The bell sounds, and we're underway. Britt Baker versus Charlotte Flair one-on-one. And we found out in the commercial break, if Charlotte wins, she will take Britt's spot in the championship match at Battle Lines. And, of course, the women's champion Shayna Baszler has joined us for commentary. These two ladies start this thing out hockey fighting. Trading blows, takedowns. The referee having a hard time getting in control of this one. It's mayhem already. Very, very even as far as size and strength advantage between these two. They back into the corner. Ref trying to get between them, poking the eye by Charlotte. Then she follows it up with a big boot, a quick cover, one, two, a kick out by Brett Baker. A few minutes go by. Brett gains control, throws Charlotte over the ropes. Charlotte lands on the apron. Charlotte connects with a stiff forearm to the face of Brett. Brett gives Charlotte a receipt. They start trading blows through the ropes, but Brett manages to create some space. Kick Charlotte in the gut. Charlotte staggers. She's still on the apron. All of a sudden, here comes Britt over the top. Sunset flip powerbomb to Charlotte Flair on the outside of the ring. What an incredible move. Both ladies are spent as we crash to commercial break. We are back. Segment three. It's been back and forth during the commercial break. In and out of the ring. Up the staging area. Referee has been really lenient here. There's a big opportunity on the line. Britt Baker throws Charlotte back in the ring as she get, as she's getting up on the apron. Here comes Charlotte, a spear through the middle rope. Both ladies spilling back out to the outside of the ring. Charlotte crawls her way up to the apron, up to the top rope. She hits that signature corkscrew moonsault on Britt Baker to the outside of the ring. What a fantastic match to open up Revolution. Charlotte crawls back in the ring. Britt struggling to her feet. The refs count up to eight. Nine, and Britt barely beats the count. Charlotte immediately pins her. One, two. Britt reverses the pin. One, two. A kick out by Charlotte. Charlotte charges in. Super kick by Britt Baker. Britt goes to the second turnbuckle looking for that Pittsburgh sunrise. Charlotte makes it up to the second rope as well, though. These ladies are fighting in a very precarious position here. What's going to happen? Charlotte hooks Britt. What's this? A Spanish fly from the second rope. The cover, the count. One, Two, foot on the rope by Britt Baker. Amazing resiliency. Charlotte, she's got Britt down, though. She's going for that figure eight. Britt counters with a roll-up. One, two, kick out by Charlotte. Britt trying to grab Charlotte, though, in that lockjaw finisher before she can get up. But she, she can't get Charlotte into position. The two ladies are struggling here. They fight to their feet, back to the corner. Ref trying to break it up again, but Britt, Britt with a thumb to the eye. Return to sender from earlier on. Goes to the second rope. There's the Pittsburgh Sunrise. One, two, three. Britt Baker gets the victory. She will, in fact, head to battle lines, but she might not make it. Shayna Baszler jumps in the ring to attack Britt Baker. Ground and pound attack by the champion. Charlotte Flair gets up, sees what's going on, and just wants nothing to do with it. She walks away. Other officials make their way down, trying to pull the champion off, but the damage has been done. Britt Baker may have earned the right to challenge for the title, but she better update that insurance policy before she gets in the ring with the Queen of Spades. Commercial break. We are back. We see Britt Baker walking through the backstage hallway. She passes the major players who look to be on their way to the ring. Britt yells back and says, hey, Chelsea. She walks up to Chelsea and says, now that is how you do the Pittsburgh Sunrise. Just so you know, I'm watching your every move. And if you continue to steal my finisher and Adam's finisher, we are going to have issues. And after a few seconds of staring, Cardona says, come on, Chelsea. We got bigger things that we need to take care of. An intense stare down between Chelsea Green and Dr. Britt Baker. But here come the major players to the ring. 
Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Smart Mark Sterling, and of course, Chelsea Green. Matt grabs the microphone and says, we came, we saw, and we conquered. Those attitude error rejects will never be seen or heard from again. Now, on to bigger things. Well, I guess our GM didn't take too kindly to that. Austin grabs the microphone. He says, first of all, son, I don't appreciate you coming out here and degrading the greatest era of wrestling in the history of this sport. Your mouth is about to get you in trouble, son. Cardona says, well, Steve, I actually, I wasn't finished. Austin interrupts. He continues. He says, now I know you were going to ask about our little discussion. That's all you're talking about. That's just going to have to wait. Again? <laughs> because I was just informed before coming out here that you, have may, you may have done the damage for now, but Edge and Christian should both be cleared to return to action by battle lines. Cardona and the major players can't believe they didn't get the job done. Austin then says, so that gives me an idea. This pay-per-view is called Battle Lines for a reason. It's all about settling scores. It's about finally restoring some order around here because I'm getting sick of this. So here's what we're going to do. Edge and Christian, they're going to find themselves a partner. We are going to have a six-man, no-holds-barred tornado tag match. And they're going to face Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and this goof you call a lawyer, Smart Mark Sterling. The crowd pops huge for that. Matt says, Smart Mark isn't a real wrestler. You can't put him in a match. And Mark interrupts and says, wait a minute. I am too a real wrestler. I was trained by the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. The major players start to argue amongst themselves. Austin exits the ring and he says, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. What an announcement for an incredible match coming up at Battle Lines. We have to take a commercial break. We will be right back. We are back, and the Dirty Dogs are in the ring. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode look to get back on the winning track here on Revolution. And their opponents for tag team action, it's Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the Good Brothers. We haven't seen these guys in action since falling short at game on to Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, but they're here now. Bell sounds. Here we go. Carl Anderson and Dolph Ziggler getting us started here. A series of lockup and exchanges. Ziggler shoots Anderson off the ropes, going for the super kick. Anderson ducks, grabs Ziggler from behind, picks him up, takes him over face first, mounts on his shoulders, and just starts slapping the back of his head. Just really toying with Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler gets up. He's upset, feels embarrassed, tags in Robert Root. He charges in. Anderson ducks him, but Gallows is waiting on him with a huge boot in the corner. Must have been a blind tag there that Robert Root didn't see. All of a sudden, from the crowd, here comes Fish and O'Reilly. What are they doing? They're up on the apron, distracting the referee. Ziggler charges back in, going for a super kick. Anderson ducks again. This time, a huge low blow to Dolph Ziggler behind the ref's back, then hits the, the gun stun. Almost messed it up. Gallows drags Robert Root over. Magic killer. Anderson goes over. He gets the referee's attention. Gallows with the cover. One, two, three. The club getting the win. O'Reilly and Fish can't believe it. They tries to they try to cause a distraction, but it backfired. All of a sudden, Steve Austin is up on the big screen. He says, eh, eh, we're stopping this nonsense right now. I thought by putting you guys in war games, that would be enough, but apparently it's not. So next week on Revolution, ahead of the war games match, Fish O'Reilly, since you like to try some cheap shots, I've got one of my own. Next week. You guys are going to defend your tag team championship against the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. How's that to prepare you for war games? What a bombshell by the rattlesnake as we head to commercial break. 
We are coming back. Seg six. We're back in the club locker room. AJ Styles is visibly frustrated. Gallows and Anderson walk in. They're all smiles after what just happened. AJ says, why are you guys so freaking excited? Did you see what happened out there? Gallows says, uh, yeah, AJ, we got the win and a tag title match. AJ says, but they still have us outnumbered. You guys got lucky out there, and I need you guys in the best shape possible for war games. And heck, I still have to find us a fourth partner, and I have to defend my title tonight. Anderson says, hey, 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 Uncle Al, <laughs> chill out, man. Look, we've got the fourth man taken care of. We made a call, and he'll be here next week. <laughs> Don't worry. Just focus on Gargano tonight. We cut to the ring. Baron Corbin making his entrance alongside Lance Ooh. Archer as he is set for <laughs> singles action. Here comes the Viper, Randy Orton. He tried to have a match with Archer last week, but of course Corbin got involved along with the Miz. Let's see if we can have a civilized contest this week. I highly doubt it. The bell sounds and we are underway. These two men sizing each other up. They lock up. Orton powers Corbin to the turnbuckle. Referee trying to call for a break. Both men are just sort of slapping each other around. Corbin goes for a big right hand. Orton catches it, whips him to the other buckle. Corbin does that signature thing where he goes under the ropes, comes out to the other side, charges back in. Orton ducks the Corbin clothesline, hits one of his own, follows it up with another clothesline, and that signature Randy Orton power slam sets Corbin up on the apron, trying to put him away early. Archer gets up on the apron as well. Orton snatches him as well, sets both guys up, double rope hang DDT. Randy Orton is getting fired up. He's going to that place. He's measuring Corbin for the RKO, but there's Maurice. Maurice jumps up on the apron. Here comes the Miz from the other side. RKO by Randy Orton on the Miz. Archer jumps back in. He starts to attack Orton. The ref turns around and he throws this one out. It's a DQ finish. The attack is on Randy Orton again. Archer going for that choke slam, but again, Orton turns it into an RKO. The Miz hits a low blow on Randy Orton, though. He raises Orton up for a skull crushing finale. RKO to the Miz again. Out of nowhere. The Miz can't believe it. He and Maurice escape. Randy Orton grabs a microphone and he says, Hey, Miz, I am tired of your shenanigans. At Battle Lines, there's nowhere for you to run anymore. It's going to be me and you one on one. In a bull rope match. Oh, gosh. What? A bull rope match? Okay. <laughs> That's a great way to keep the Miz from running, but will our GM sign off on this? We got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, busy right there. Credit, yeah, I was about to say credit to Brad. That was uh, <laughs> very good handiwork. That was very nice. Cheers and the booze. <laughs> good job. You were on it. We are back. We're in the gorilla position area. Brad Beal is sitting there controlling everything. <laughs> the Usos are about to make their way out, and all of a sudden, into frame walks Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. Roman tells Jey Uso that he needs to take care of this guy, prove once again why he is the right-hand man. Uso! Here we go. Main event, Jey Uso. Making his way to the ring, accompanied by Jimmy. He's trying to do the bidding of his tribal chief. And here comes his opponent, the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett, the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship. Bell sounds, and we are underway. Very technically sound matchup to start. I actually see some headlocks and Shoulder tackles. Jeff Jarrett catches Jey Uso. Big drop kick to the face. And another one. Jay rolls to the outside to confer with Jimmy. Jay rolls back into the ring. We see a series of headlocks and hammerlocks finally. Jay gets the advantage. He sends Jeff Jarrett off the ropes. Goes for a diving clothesline. Jarrett ducks. Catches his arm. Stroke. Jeff hits a stroke from out of nowhere. The cover. The count. One. Wait a minute. Here comes Roman Reigns, and he does not look happy. Jeff Jarrett is distracted for just a second. Jay comes charging in. Jarrett sidesteps, and he chucks him over the top rope. He lands right at Roman Reigns' feet as we head to commercial break. 
segment eight. We're back. The conclusion of this match. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Uso fighting on the outside of the ring. Jay gets some separation. Goes for a super kick. Jarrett moves. Jay kicks the ring post. He misses super kick. Hits the ring post. Jarrett from behind. He picks up Jay. Drops him ankle first on the steel steps. Jimmy runs over, but Jarrett jumps back in the ring. The referee begins his count. Jimmy helps Jay get back in the ring, but Jay can barely stand. Chop block by Jeff Jarrett. He goes to work on that injured leg. Finally, he gets him set up for the figure four leg lock. Jay trying to fight to the ropes, but he just can't get there. Jarrett has it locked in deep. Wait a minute. Here comes Jimmy. Big splash off the top rope, but Jarrett sees it and raises up. Crash and burn for Jimmy Uso. Jay Uso taps out. This one is over with. Jeff Jarrett gets the big win. Roman Reigns gets in the ring, but Jeff Jarrett slides out. Old Double J avoids being outnumbered. A big win for the number one contender as we head to commercial break. He's blowing my mind right now. I know. Like not I only know. is he going to the pay-per-view, he's like actively competing. I know. All the way up I know. Time. You're welcome. Love it. <laughs> we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We want to make sure that you tune in next week for the Go Home Edition of Revolution. We are one, or sorry, Go Home Edition, yes, of Revolution as we are one step closer to battle lines. As you heard earlier, next week the tag titles will be on the line. Undisputed Era versus the Good Brothers. We will also see, apparently just announced, not by their choice, Britt Baker and Shayna Baszler will team up as they face... Alexa Bliss, and Candice LeRae, the Poison Pixies. And also next week, we will find out who the club has recruited to be their fourth man. Speaking of the club, here comes their leader, the Intercontinental Champion, AJ Styles. Here comes his opponent, Johnny Gargano. He's looking to make a statement here in the singles division. But speaking of that, look at this. Tommaso Ciampa's in the locker room watching this one on a monitor. We will get this match underway when we come back. How is, how is he watching it on the monitor? He's... Watching on a monitor, his body this way and his head this way to watch it. Is he menacing? Is he? <laughs> well, I is mean, Tommaso Ciampa is watching on a monitor. But yeah, but I'm talking about it's like WWE style where like their body is facing the camera, but their head. Is oh no, no, no! <laughs> He's, his back is to the. Okay, he is okay, intently okay, watching okay, on the okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'll give you another minute or two on your time, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. I don't need it. You're good. All right, bell sounds. It is time for our main event here on Revolution for the oh, Inter on, Continental. Try that again. There we go. <laughs> Stare down in the middle of the ring. The match hasn't even started yet. And we hear the chants of, This is awesome. There we go. An unbelievable pay per view worthy main event here on Revolution. Series of headlocks, takedowns, very catches, catch can style to begin the match. Gargano's off the ropes. AJ catches him with that signature drop kick to the face. That one rocked Gargano. He sits up in the corner to lock up again a series of reversals. AJ off the ropes. Gargano with a drop kick. AJ is stunned. Don't think he expected that receipt. Gargano grabs AJ. He's looking for a lawn dart. He charges in. AJ slips behind. Gargano turns around. AJ charges at him. Gargano sidesteps, but AJ springboard from the second turnbuckle, flips, reverse DDT by AJ Styles. Off the ropes, signature flying knee drop from AJ Styles. First cover of the match, one, two, a quick kick out by Johnny Gargano. AJ throws Gargano towards the buckle. Gargano up and over to the apron, gets caught with a forearm by AJ, knocking him to the floor. AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm on the outside. Gargano moves. AJ catches himself on the apron. Johnny turns around. AJ's charging in, but he clips AJ's feet, and AJ hits face first on the apron. Gargano rolls back in the ring. AJ's still in the apron. Wait a minute. What's this? Gargano hits the one final beat DDT on the apron instead of in the ring. What a move as we crash to our final commercial break. Wow. 
Right? <laughs> we are back. That's the hardest part of the ring. It's the hardest part JBL. of the ring. JBL. Where's JBL? <laughs> He's on commentary. That's the hardest part of the ring, Tom Hannafin. <laughs> we are back. Our main event for the Intercontinental title. Both men are struggling to their feet. Trading blows. All of a sudden, AJ off the ropes. Gargano leaps up, attempting a hurricane runner, but AJ catches him. Styles clash. What a move. The cover, the count. One, two, a shoulder up by Gargano. AJ is frustrated. He thought he had it one there. He's going to the outside, pulls on the elbow pad, setting up for the phenomenal forearm. But as he leaps, Johnny catches his arm in midair, turns into the Gargano escape, center of the ring. We again see a shot backstage of Champa watching on the monitor. No expression, just as his arm crossed as he looks on. But no one in the arena is like that. Everybody is on their feet. Yes, the one arm. AJ gets close to the ropes, but Johnny rolls him back over to the center of the ring. Somehow, AJ Styles, though, powers up, gets on his feet, and hits a reverse suplex on Johnny to break the hold. As they struggle to their feet once again, AJ comes off the ropes. Johnny ducks his head. AJ catches him, setting up for that Styles clash again. But as he lifts him, Johnny counters, rolls into a sunset flip. But before he can, before the ref can count, AJ rolls through a huge kick to the side of Gargano's head. I think it knocked him out. AJ goes out to the apron. Gargano is still down. AJ looks. He's like he's going for a springboard 450. Gargano rolls out of the way. Crash and burn by AJ. Johnny again. He puts the Gargano escape on again. Center of the ring. AJ nowhere to go. Yet somehow he is crawling towards the ropes. He's getting closer and closer. But he taps out. That's it. Ring the bell. Johnny Gargano is the new Intercontinental Champion. What an unbelievable moment. Candice LeRae comes out to the ring to celebrate with Johnny. And as they're celebrating, we see Tommaso Ciampa walks out onto the stage. Still has that stoic look on his face. Now he has both arms crossed. Gargano makes eye contact with him. He salutes him. And he continues to celebrate with his wife. What a night. We will see you next week on Revolution. You're like 24 minutes every time. <laughs> I think it's like your sweet spot. Man. The turn is going to happen. It, it, was, it. <laughs> it was a shocker for me to see you take something away from AJ Styles. Mm. I didn't think it was going to happen. So See, you thought go. Adam Cole was going to win at the pay-per-view. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And now... And now AJ won, and then yeah. AJ Johnny drops won. the title. I will say I'm very happy. I thought you were going to book Charlotte like WWE. I thought she was going to come in and just destroy, but I'm very happy with how that turned out. Even though, and, you know, Shayna coming in and beating her up at the end, I thought yeah. that was great. Poison Pixies? The Poison Pixies. That's a great name for them. Isn't it? I like that name. That was perfect. <laughs> I like that name. Perfect I like that for name. them, too. Good stuff. Double yeah. J. I'm losing my voice. I will say that was my that was my other big comment, but I've already said it was not only is he going after Roman Reigns, <laughs> he's active on the road there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can Double get J. it done. He's 55. He can get it done. He can get it done. I I mean, he still looks good. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, age, is, but he can get it done. I mean, if you're in the ring with guys like the Usos, they they can help you out, and you know. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Good stuff. Yeah, great weeks, man. I love that you popped for the uh, Adam Cole reference in the first yes, promo. Yes, I did. I did. I intentionally I did. did that just for you. Yes, You're welcome. I did. All right. <laughs> man, that is another week down. Another one. I can't believe we're this far in, man. Next week is a go-home episode. Go home for the pay-per-view. Unbelievable. Looking at uh, Addicted to Chaos and Battle Lines coming yes. up. Yes. Can't believe we're, all, we're like that close, man. I know. It has flown by for sure. And, of course, we'll run through the card next week. And apparently, a fourth man is going to show up next week. You, but but also, but also, Edge and Christian have a mystery partner that they've got to figure out. Yeah, I thought I missed like who you announced, but I was like, I don't think he announced who. Who, Who's who's that going to be? Who's going to be the third man? Who's the third man? Is it Hogan? It's Hogan. It's It's got to be Hogan. Hogan. Well, your third man was Hogan. I (laughs) guess mine's got to be right. (laughs) I will burn your house down. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Yeah, no. All right. Um, man, that's going to do it. 
for week number seven. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as I am. I am literally sweating. Um, but that's just me. Me too. Woo! I'm always sweating. Me too. Yeah, me too. All right. That's going to do it. Follow along with us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Show um, is there. Audio version only. Make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Brad Bill is the man at the gorilla position. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will catch you guys down the road.